G'day punters, welcome to the deep dive powered by puntingform.com.au. It's what Shane uses, this is what Jackson uses, what we all use. Shane and Jackson um, got a hand on each other right now. It's a big Dutch rider session, so the bubble bus about to really get turned up to the maximum. Uh, boys, how are we feeling? Jackson, a fat, fat, juicy, juicy week in Victoria. If you even found winners at Ballarat on uh, Sunday, full credit to you. How are you feeling? How are you traveling? Thanks, mate. Oh, uh, yeah, um, it's I'm uh, uh, winning again, which is nice. It's good. I've got me confidence back. I, I, I think we, I think we spoke last week, and I, and I was talking about how like just starting to turn. I felt like, and yep. evidently it, it has. So hopefully, you find a winners in the um in the lightly race two year old sort of operation, which I think really added. Like Lindsay's really helped us there, helped you there. I've got to stop saying us. Yep. 100%. No, but it's so been... Full credit to you. Full credit to Lindsay. Uh, I think it was maybe 15 out, 30 back or something this week. It was fat. I don't know what it was, but it was big. Something like that, yeah. No, it was uh, good. Lovely, lovely little, little article by you too on this morning. You're up in it. Be out. I don't know if you slept last night, but full credit to you. Shane. Wow. Whoa. Big boy stuff. Uh, you took on Pike to get home and all up at fucking Rockhampton. Um. <laughs> I know you're with a family on Saturday. My first question is, as he, he's rocking right back in his chair, I know this is a podcast, but he's a very happy man. He's smiling, he's rocked right back again. Um, how Have you ever been going better than you're going right now? Question number one. And then what's like, you're a bit of a pain in the ass sometimes, often uh, when you're winning, when you're losing, just up and about in your face a bit. What's your behaviour like when you win like you won on Saturday in front of your missus and your three beautiful beautiful children? And do they, like, I'm wondering if they encourage it or if they dampen it or what happens? Um, we'll just wrap some context around this, Jack. Um, I said last week on, I felt like I was at my arrogant best on the show and I've carried that forward. There is an absolute correlation between suffering a severe case of hubris and winning on the punt. You've just got to be up and about and drink your own bath water. I was out apartment shopping <laughs> at Broad Beach on the weekend um, while I was betting. Completely and utterly dominated on and off the track. Um, family loved it. The more... It's one that we're actually at... Um, we're at some restaurant, me and Bailey were drinking a stein of some German ale and Mrs. Curley was at Brookvale Union ginger beer and we watched Painted Black hold off um, Pikey and Golan favourite to get that second leg of the all up. And um, I was like, maybe we should go for that four-bedroom sky home. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've just got to have the swagger, Jack, and I had it in spades <laughs> on Saturday. There was no stopping me. I celebrated um, by um, just a nice bottle of wine with Lisa back at the hotel, and while well, Bailey went down to the Envy Bar and drank schooners betting on Toowoomba. So, what time great. did he get home? He was pretty early. Um, the the time he gets home is limited by his success at the casino normally, and um, he was home early. <laughs> but that no, was good. It was and good like- on, a, on a serious note. A serious note. Um, it was good. It was good results. It was sort of. Um, I don't know, it's just off-season shit racing. The bets are a little bit bigger and less frequent because there's so many shit also. So I don't mind betting this time of year. The carnival's over. It's a great time to get involved in my service. 
because we're going to be betting into races with one or two chances. Uh, same story, Victoria, and you need the odds picked out of them in Sydney too. So the mailbag.com.au if you want accountable winning betting advice. Uh, it was a bit capped off a pretty big week for us and you, Shane, with um, the son of Spieth, Okatango. Like, yeah. let's talk about what, what we felt in run. Uh, I'll go first, and if you think I'm wrong, guys, just jump in. But Jackson and I, as you know, experienced in-play punters, if I was at Tamworth and didn't know the horse, I would have blown up my bank. Yeah, <laughs> it was over racing, uh, unhappy. Mouth was open almost the entire way until he was like asked to go. He was third last and whipped on the corner, and then in the blink of an eye, he was going to absolutely piss in as he gapped him. Like uh, it was a serious roller coaster of of emotion inside sort of forty five seconds. And uh, God bless him though. Like I think there's a lot of upside there. I, I, I thought the ride was it's very scary. Early on, Jacko. Uh, yeah, I was watching it um, out in the bush uh, on a little. Uh, oh, the the TV was about nine inches, so I couldn't really see what was happening exactly. But I knew we were in trouble, and then just watching it storm over the top was outstanding. It was glorious. <laughs> Rob, Rob, you don't mind betting in run off the TV? Thoughts? I I hated it. I would have gapped it too. <laughs> Um, yeah, when it, when he when he hit it, um, uh, shades of of uh, wherever we were first up in the first run, you know, I thought, oh, this is going to just just drop out, but yeah, it went beautifully, you know, from from no zero to hero, outhouse to the shit house. No, Shane, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's always confident. Um... <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dickhead. You're such a dickhead. <laughs> I knew it. I... Um, you know, so it's good. It's good betting against punters that bet in play that don't know racing. Um, oh. just back <laughs> but just want to bet. They just want to bet colours and position in run. Um, oh. You know, he, um, he he actually got a pair, an extra pair back because the horse in front of him um, sort of just like crossed him a little bit early. Uh, with a little bit shortened him up just to stride, and that got the horse over racing. Over racing, but yeah, he's had a shown a good turn of foot. Didn't he? Um, I don't know what he put away, probably nothing. But the fact that um, uh, he was able to um, to run past them off such a slow tempo was good. It shows that he's got a little bit about him, um, which I'm glad to see because I like you know you you can like bagging a person's horse, bagging a horse when a person's got a share in it. It really like. It really like burrs them up. Like if you've got a share in a horse and someone pots it on Twitter, now a couple of cowards potted it on Twitter who since deleted their account. Um, <laughs> I went looking for them Friday night. They were gone. Um, <laughs> Was this in between phone calls to Hong Kong? Yeah, in between phone calls to Hong Kong and talking to uh, Annabelle Neesham at her um, owner's party. <laughs> Here he is. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so the anyway, look, I thought Shane I, Curlio and friends. I kept 35%. <laughs> I kept 35% of the horse myself. Um, so I was like I had a overwhelming feeling of justification um, that the horse got the job done. He's still got a lot of developing to do. He's a two-year-old racing against the older horses, so he did what he's had to do. Um, I think he can go away and strengthen up and come back and continue on his winning way. Um, you know, and the prize money in, in New South Wales, while we talk about, you know, we a lot of people whinge about, oh, well, bloody punters fund the prize money. Well, get out there, buy a fucking horse that can gallop and go and win some. 
Simple. Yeah. Well, well, you can complain prize- about you can complain about the ridiculous prize money in New South Wales, or you can go and source a horse that can win some. So I decided to try and buy a horse that can win some, and it was brilliant. And I'm so bloody happy. And um, you weren't alone, Uncle Chris. Uncle Chris actually sent a truckload, two truckloads, to the Northern Rivers to try and pinch a bit of that good prize money. The only difference is I have won and Chris didn't. <laughs> Chris, none from his last 25 oh. runners. None sure. from his last 25 runners. How far will the of, truck go? He sent a couple to the Rocky Cup as well. Bullfinch and Kubrick, and um, they didn't win either. He's going to have to keep going with Cairns. Bondi winner. Anyway, it's enough about me. I've carried on. I'm going to tone down the arrogance a bit. I just wanted to get it off my chest. Sure. Well, shout out to Cody Morgan. I gave him a shout out on my highway notification did a highway for him yeah made an all grill winner and I've got great 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 owner communications from from Cody geez that video post race was uh it's really good for someone like like us all of us who can't sort of get to Tamworth too easily Uh, enough about us enough about Uncle Tango which won enough about how many units you guys won over the weekend uh we'll finish that and we'll start talking about New South Wales properly uh, one of your be- bigger bets for the day, Rob, was Jojo was a man who somehow was three wide cast from a decent draw, um, then proceeded to sort of have to roll in as the leader rolled out. Uh, he flew late, just missed. Um, the Like, let's be honest, there was a there was a grown man, Tanny, on the Facebook Messenger chat post-race. Uh, I, I thought there might be a protest, and there was. Um, and then, as we all do, we uh, post-race experted the um, the result of said uh, <laughs> protest hearing. Uh, you and I were in the upheld camp. The rest of them were probably in the dismissed camp. Uh, I think the main point being that no one really knows what's going to well, happen. Well, I'm, I've got the stewards report in front of me, and and they've said yes, this horse shifted by a horse. I mean, Taxu with Glenn Schofield, who well pointed out is flying. He had one ride for one win. Um, but they've said he was sufficiently clear. I saw Jojo as the man's head move to the sideways, suggesting to me that he wasn't sufficiently clear. What is sufficiently clear? Is it a length and a half? I thought it was a length and a half, because it's not a length and a half. And does the mar- does the interference cause do the margin? We talked about this with Animo. Um, I had a mate from the track send me, um, shout out Adrian, send me the uh, Honour and War Takeover Target stewards room uh, from 13 years ago. Like I was on the wrong side of that. Uh, Mark Chan on the call. <laughs> Uncle Chris getting it up. I was on the wrong side of Palantino. I was on the wrong side of Magic Jet Churchill Downs. That look. This is this this. They're, this. they're horses, Jackson. Yeah, I wasn't about yeah, to Magic ask. Jet's oh, gone back a while. That Churchill Downs yeah. one. Go, that to me, that's lifetime all-time worst I've ever seen. That's that that was a disgrace. This. Um, JJ was a man, could have gone either way, probably, and you could argue a case for both. I think that's the yeah. point that to make is that uh, it's not black and white, it's different shades of grey. And um, yeah. it's uh, just, it, it, uh, it's can a I lucky say, Can I say, there's been a change since, since uh, Ray Murray he left and the guy who got shot at his door, what was his name again in Victoria? Terry they Bailey. Used to lo- Terry Bailey. They, they used to love, that's my line, you know, I'm entitled to that run. And that's mm. that's died. to seem to get up now you have to pretty much do with 
uh, that Brett Preble won last week. It has to be really, really, really obvious. This sort of ticky tatch, whatever the expression is, it's gone. I've got to get on with it. Uh, Superior versus uh, True Detective. I was on the wrong side of that as well. A sim similar case of shifting. So I'm just, look, uh, no one knows. Um, stewards don't know. Jockeys don't know. Um, but yeah, I, look, I thought it should have been upheld. Was the margin, did the result affect the margin? Well, yes. I thought it should have been upheld because he was inconvenienced by what the other horse did and he lost by such a small margin. But I'm not a steward and I'll never really know or understand what actually happened. Speaking of that uh, takeover target and whoever horse, uh, Mark Sheen put on a bit of a clinic on the victims of the punch show, Rob. Two from two. Uh, he gently declared Wahaha Falls twice because yeah. it didn't run the week before. Uh, he stuck to his guns. How good is this horse, do you think? What sort of type of horse is it? Average type. Um, but I've said on the text, this could be an exceptional wet tracker. And um, I, I had it all typed out for, for a maximum bet at 240. And then before you know it, but for just when I was sending it, it was, was into two bucks and being the contrary, you know, I'm, I'm much happier to, to back the drift than, than to follow the market. So um, let it go. But look, it was... Uh, I don't. I think it, it beat a bunch of pretty average Saturday horses. Um, it killed them. Yeah, look, it, it's going to win again if this wet track's staying. It was a dollar ten shot. Uh, full credit to to Mark Sheen because not only this conscript he picked, he tipped that at seven dollars. It's it's started three fifty and never looked like winning. Never looked like losing. And that was, you know, that was over after 100 meters. That yeah, race. He, beat, he, beat the, he beat the market both times. And if you listen to the way he spoke about conscript, like you, you were on at the 750, whatever it was, like he really articulated why it wasn't suited yeah. last start and why it probably would be on Saturday. And, and that filthy bookie, Mark Roden, he says, he said anything about Wahara Pause, he said, uh, flip of the coin odds is good odds. So that was ringing in my head Saturday night. So I was a bit dirty on myself um, for, for not um, pulling the trigger. So Waha, Waha. Way Haha Falls is now two from two heavy, one from one soft. It's run at 7.5 above the all average uh, last start and now 9.6 above the all average. Like that's touching group figures just about near it. Mm. Um, it's both figures are superior to sort of the figure running in the Sir John Monash we get to later on. Um, I, I think this is a horse that if if placed well and gets the the luck of the gods, which is favorite, let's, let's be honest, in Sydney for it to find a wet track. Um, it's got to be competitive in some decent races. Well, this is a benchmark 88. Uh, it won a benchmark 78 last time. Yeah, a heavy sort of group three race. It's got to be a player, hasn't it? Yeah, I, I agree. But you know how I feel about data on heavy tracks. So I'm, not, I'm very, very wary of it. But look, this is one, like there was another out and out wet tracker that won, La Chevalier or whatever it was called for, for um, Mara Neustis. Um, but yeah, this this is in the top handful of. That was a great ride on on last Chevrolet. Jesus, oh. um, the two year olds. Before you move on, Jack, sorry, I just want to touch quickly on Wahaha Falls and interestingly, um, last preparation didn't get anywhere near what it's done so far. This preparation, um, and when I see that in the data, I like to look a little bit deeper. I had a look at some interest. I had a look at an interesting gear change. Had the synthetic hoof filler in last prep. This preparation resumed with synthetic hoof filler off first time. So it looks like, so that tells me that it may have had an issue last prep, kept trying to get its feet right, went to the paddock, come back. Uh, looks like it's got over the, any of those issues that it's had and it's put together, like you said, two figures 
which would suggest that, you know, he could go and win a really high-class race like a Rocky Newmarket or a Mackay Newmarket. No, well, it can go. Like, he could be a player in the spring or could go it's to, just sort of know. It just sort of lines up and feeds the the narrative that it just loves, us, like, give. Because it's give, it give had sort of three or four starts on, on good tracks, that prep, and then got the hoof filler in, had yep. two or three more starts with the hoof filler in. Now it's, it doesn't need it because it's got this on tracks with give and it's uh, really letting down and... Letting down like a good horse. Great narrative piece. By Sacred Fool, possibly the best wet track Zyra going around after, um, you know, so, you, you know, I think he's the best wet, wet track Zyra. Terrible, terrible horse. Terribly, terribly bad feet. <laughs> Sacred Fool. Sorry. Anyway, the two-year-olds, Rob. Uh, race one. Don't know why, why do they put it race one to start with? Drives me mental. Like, it's always the most, for me, this time of year, it's the most interesting race of the, the day. Week in, week out, the two-year-old. And well, therefore, he, isn't it a bit of actually full credit PVL? Because if he put it race three, is there a chance he'll I get would, in there for race three? Well, I guess I, you can't say, well, 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 I'm not your average person, you know. I'm there to do a job, so I have to be there for race one. But possibly the highway should be race one. But how, how can you bet, you know, with with um, conviction when you, you have no idea? We well, Not no idea. You're guessing how the track's going to play. And this is a race. It was it was pretty much $7 the field, pretty much. Like, every, every, everything was... The favourite one, of maybe it was $5, but everything was a chance. Everything looked like it had a chance from the yard. They all, they all paraded well. Um, there, there's a horse... There's a... I think I think Annabelle sold this gallant star uh, with Clayton Gallic uh, for, for, for Brett Rob. That, that looks like a horse to me that that um, might be the best here. Uh, Troche's... Um, was I was on loomed up like the winner at, at the 350 and then probably being first up on a heavy track it kind of blew out and certainly got uh, improvement in it um, but yeah um, not the winner yeah I look I, I, I'd, I'd be I'd prefer to own the three over the winner that's just me interesting poor overall figure but um, yeah right we want to take the three well, the, if it was a poor, poor overall figure and the winners missed the start and give them a fucking lesson um Something would want to have to grow legs to um, to come out of that race. Um, the oh, Queensland, the Queensland form there, um, like it's come through some okay races. That Natuno races on a heavy track. It looks like a heavy tracker. It's um, it's, yeah, it's it's done a few things wrong and, and still put him away. Um, look, the, the, the threes was meant to lead, and he's pulled it up, and it's got over racing the whole way. So it's races against his pattern. Uh, full crap, you know, respect to Clayton Gallagher, but I, I don't, I've never seen him ride on a Saturday in town. And I think, um, yeah, that will be just about winning next start. But anyway, we'll see, Kels. Game the big dance, things. boys. South Grant, South, South Grafton Cup 30k race. It's a heat for the two million dollar big dance. What do we think about this? Oh, no, what's the narrative? I mean, the narrative is Waller's, you know, Waller done an article the week before the, the announcement of the big dance, part of the strategic plan of financing the race. Said he doesn't go to the bush because it's not fair on the country trainers to see his big flash million dollar truck turn up with $6 million worth of horse flesh on the back. They announced the big dance. Like, you know, be serious. Wasn't a coincidence. Neither was JFK, Rob. Neither was Assange. Um, it's all scripted. It all went to plan. Um, and he's gone. Everything went Allegedly. exactly... The- Everything went to plan except for the fact that he didn't win the race. Um, he had uh, he had half the field in. He scratched half of them from wide gates and, and left a couple of the better chances in the race to, to try and win it. And 
they didn't. The narrative is, you know, oh, the poor country trainers can't, you know, win a cup competing against these Sydney horses. And that's true. Um, it's just a matter of whether you care or not. I don't. Like, does it? did you watch the South Grafton Cup no. yesterday? Because Walla had a few in it, Rob? No, I actually did. didn't. I did. Surf Dancer looked a complete moral to me. Um, but I don't know <laughs> the form. The way that- the way the track was playing, it, it, like, that, was, that was what I heard. It, it was it was a leader track. Um, yeah, it was on speed. I, think, uh, John, I remember saying on the uh, review the other week that uh, while well, he falls, I think it's John, our bloodstock manager's dad's horse, and uh, Solar Apex would, would be running very well next start. And looks like they both run very well. Um, yeah. But the track bias has, has stopped them. Couldn't win the way the race was run on that setup. But yeah. I don't know. Like, does it does it matter? Like, I don't know. I hope turnovers up on on the race, and there's some data to suggest that that it that it's okay for those big stables to go there. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to know what's a stable anyway nowadays. What's a big stable? I mean, if you're a big like the the main players on the eastern seaboard have got stables in the Gold Coast, Sydney, and Melbourne. Like that's just a game. Who gives a shit? Yeah, it's just it's like big league sports. Like, uh, oh, you know, it's not fair that the Melbourne Demons have to play the Gold Coast Titans. The Gold Coast Suns, like mm. that's the attitude that we have. Oh, just, they shouldn't. They should. The 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 Suns should should get like a forty five point head start because they're not a like a, like grow up. Anyway, Queensland. Let's oh, talk about Queensland. Yeah. Um, Goliath Shane to yeah. the eye. This was the performance of the day. Uh, gapped him really good. Big bet from you. Um, sat on speed too, and then gapped him. Sort yeah. of like thought on top of the straight. I wobbled a little bit, you know, because he's just waiting a little bit. And then he just pushed, it was push button. They say that word a lot in racing, but this horse was push button. And that, and that's, and, a, and that's an, apt des- that's an apt description for how um, M Duplessis rides them. Um, very much push button type, you know. Um, uh, look, he, he gapped them, got in with 52 kilos. So it had a, had a nice weight advantage and the best way to use a little bit of weight advantage is to use it jack and that's by putting your horse on speed um yep so yeah good to your source um well it's a bit of a conundrum this one um because i don't know where this horse could end up muncie uh, well i don't really like talking about stuff on the show muncie's facing a steward's inquiry for race day treatment so i don't know where this horse will end up based off the back of that but um you know, we could go to if you know if he had to find another trainer, I'd be I'd be sort of giving it a, a crack south. It's got some high speed this horse, and it's obviously a little bit of looking at the gear that it wears. It's obviously got a little few little quirks as well, so there could be more to come. I think um, I don't necessarily think at all that that this horse has, has got it all together yet. Um, when you say that, and I'll look at its raw sectionals, like. 1,000 to 800, 11 to 8, 800 to 600, 1120, 600 to 400, 1164, 400 to 200, 1148, 200 home, 1148. So it's gently increased or maintained raw sectional from the 600 home. Leading. Whilst sitting on, on the speed. That's a leap to me. Leading, um, yeah. And really also, excited look, to see where this horse goes. Yeah, look, I thought it could have gone quicker too. I, I didn't understand the need to try and steady it from the 600, which you get that a lot. Don't you on leaders? They're trying to get a breath. Mm. It's trying to steady it. Fill yeah, the it was, lungs up, as Matty Hill uh, says, Jacko. He's yeah. filling up the lungs. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, that more to come. The other horse that, that obviously uh, was a class above them on the day as well was Uncommon James, and um, he was just simply better than them. She's like, geez, I can't. I nearly said constipated. I contemplated um, <laughs> taking the taking the dollar eight dollar seventy five at one point. Um, but anyway, look, and the rest of the meeting was, uh, you know, a bit of tempo related. Not that great. Figures aren't great out of the meeting. Some slow lead times and just you, just some, you know, ordinary off-season Queensland horses. And it's a great time to be racing Queensland uh, in Queensland as an owner right now because um, the depth, you know, the, the depth. Obviously, it's there. a great time to be racing up there. Look at look at look at the anti-vaxxer. I mean, this time last year he was riding around in Perth. Yes, Gone to W Sydney. Pike. W Pike. <laughs> How is it Rockhampton? Now, now, now. You confirm, you can say no comment, no signs because it's a podcast. Yeah. But I heard that he was uh, at paid. He was paid a fear, appearance fee Correct. at a function. I believe so. I believe so. And and I heard that he was actually trying to hawk 10, 20, 30 bucks for stubby holders and hats of himself. Well, there's a photo on Twitter that I'm tagged in, which is. <laughs> photographical proof that the whiz was selling stubby holders and hats. Now, obviously, maybe maybe the turf club didn't include his flights as part of his appearance, and he had to just sell a few. Um, oh, that's sick. That is sick. Sell a few extra uh, hats. Anyway, Pikey's gone up there, um, and the narrative was brilliant. I chimed in on the narrative too, back Pike, drink what you like, and bet against him, and we got the cash. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pikey uh, went over over the two days he got beaten on eight favourites four of them were odds on the other four were all sub three dollars um, you know so congratulations to everyone involved in getting Pikey up there and um, filling their boots um, including William himself who yeah William just William. got a little bit of cream on top he won the last race <laughs> imagine on the his Friday. luggage he's got I've got I've actually got three suitcases <laughs> one's um, the riding stuff one's my kit for the night and the other one's got all my hats and stubby holders in it I hope um I hope <laughs> With um, a couple of sharpies in whichever color you want I'll sign it too yeah. for 10 <laughs> anyway um what can you say I, I've just just drowned out in the narrative um we had a couple oh, of bets there and one that's all I give a shit about Friday, let's talk about Caulfield. Uh, I thought the track raced outstanding, Jackson, like really, really well yeah. for this time of year. Caulfield can be an awful place to bet at uh, bias-wise early. You need to sort of wait and see. Um, I'm always stressing it to, to post-race map because, you know, they'll, it'll it'll evolve and change. But Saturday is probably the best Caulfield I've seen in memory. We saw three yeah. of the nine winners lead or sit outside lead. Uh, the, the trifecta in the... Uh, group three, wait for age, 1100 meter surge on Monash, all settled rails and run, all like inside lane. It might have been one off, but they were the inside lane. We saw horses swoop, uh, sit midfield, worse than midfield, wide and win. And then Edison, assisted heavily by uh, easily the ride of the day by Brett, Pre- Brett Preble, got lead and win in the last. So, uh, firstly, full credit to Caulfield. Uh, we whack tracks more than anyone because we're the only ones that aren't affiliated with someone. Uh, but they their track raced outstanding on Saturday, so full credit to them. What do you think, Jacko? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, especially, I, I reckon it was probably closer to a, a heavy eight as well. And that wet track, Caulfield, like it's very easy uh, for lanes to develop. Yeah, that that inside chops out very quickly, which 
I kind of thought race three, race four, they were starting to get off the fence might happen. Mm. But it clearly, like, like later in the day, called um, Edison, went back to the fence. Bless her. Ojasan, uh, Ojasan settled rails and run midfield, yeah, yeah. three back the fence. So, um, yeah, trap played perfectly. It was a great, um, very well prepared. We love bubbles in the racing game, bubble bars, um, duck ruddering. We saw a bubble burst though in race five, uh, inundation. Um, it was like poor, very, very poor. Has the stewards report revealed anything? And uh, what are we putting it down to? Uh, I didn't look, to be honest with you. Um, I assume not. Um, the stable rep post-race said time for a spell, which you kind of assumed. Oh, what um, a genius call that is. Yeah, I thought so. Um, I I like how I like that it went this bad rather than running third because now it just makes it easier to pen uh, to, to just pen the run. Like it's it's regressed eight lengths off cool. off pretty much the same tempo to the six hundred. Um, maybe maybe didn't handle the track. Maybe just needs a spell. But I reckon it'll come back in two or three months. Stewards report inundation, unplaced dollar fifty favourite, weakened from the two hundred metres. Rider Dom McNeil reported the gelding was not suited by the soft track conditions and maybe at the end of its preparation, a post race yeah. veterinary ex- examination failed to reveal any abnormalities. Um, and then I didn't like it above. in run. I didn't like it. I laid it in run. I it didn't. It, it seemed like he was in two minds. He wasn't going forward. He wasn't going back. The horse got yeah. over racing. Um, yeah, I was happy to lay it. I, I thought it. It actually. And very disappointing for us all. Oxley Road, very similar. Top of the straight, I thought this is going to just put a hole in these horses, and then they just didn't let down both of them. Two strides later, they were completely gone. Um, the interesting, market. interesting thing, just uh, just for the I know I harp on and I always have about stewards' reports, like they write that, and Joe's allowed to say that doesn't handle the soft track. It's it's soft five, soft six. It's one on both of them. This is a soft yeah, seven. Was yeah, it the one rating point that this, this was closer to an eight? Well, that's what I'm saying though. Like, and and this was eleven hundred on an on a probably an eight rather than a thousand meters on a five five and a half. Like it's a like it, it, it is a difference. Obviously, it doesn't explain away eight lengths, but it's gone um, from a negative twelve on a soft six to two weeks later on a soft seven, a negative three point nine. Yeah, I, and the, with no abnormalities. Um, Betting was hard against again. Like oh, when it pissed in two starts ago, the market hated it. it was two fifty out to four bucks or something like that. It was it was trading on the exchange about nine a.m. It was trading a dollar thirty, like like on the fair. Yeah, and it started what a dollar seventy, dollar seventy five. So the market's been hard against again. It'll be interesting when it comes back, sort of where it gets placed and what the market does with it as well. Um. The other thing we're going to talk about at Caulfield is the um, performance of Edison in the last. Uh, thank God, God bless it, and God bless you. Uh, huge price he took. Uh, yep. I know personally how fucking hard it can be to to like bet accountably to all the people and cop it and enjoy the wins, but enjoy the losses. But it's a in suffer the losses, but a cold, dark Caulfield is <laughs> a grim place when you're losing. And for this horse to fucking bring us out of the grave, how'd it feel? 
Well, especially because I was in a grave coming into the last, and I you ordered up- what? What was the order tally up to by then, Shane? Two oh, three, fucking, it just pissed me off. <laughs> I rang the people at Lapine Funeral Services and ordered two body bags because twice during the meeting, Jackson said someone order me a body bag, so I've ordered them, and they don't accept and, refunds. And, and then P. Preble, who who hasn't been cited for about eighteen months, has just punched this out of the gates, led. Um, and then punched it away from from the 800 and just took everything that wasn't in the top three or four completely out of play. Oh, God, it was a beautiful ride. It, it was only only 0.5 a unit there in race two, but it was almost body bag worthy. The winner, uh, Daryl Lella Ballet, has recorded the fastest, lost everything at the meeting to to get us in a photo. So, um, I'm going to the trade it too. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's going to be back last and it's still one, so... Uh, we're going to finish off with a quick recap of the Sir John Monash. It was an overall a really poor figure, a negative 7.4 by Maliva, who was given a peach by D Moore. Uh, yeah, the, the average of the, the recent last, say, four winners of this race is a 10, a 12, a 14, a 10. Uh, this is well below that. What do we do with this form now moving forward? Yeah, I'll be really quick here. These can all be penned going forward. Um, <laughs> William Thomas has got within a length. Of these, and, and he full, and he was probably retired eleven starts ago mentally. Yeah, and full um, credit to Shane or whoever uh, helped Shane with his uh, read of this race on the previous show. He backed Sartorial Splendid a place, did back Oxley Road, but also laid Asher Street win and place. Who finished uh, distant last yeah, after be, um, being very firm in betting. Scary, scary behaviour from the market there. What did you think pre-race there, Shane? Oh, I'm gonna look like a fuck with you because I was it's like, like seven and four fifty. No, I was thinking like, oh, geez, I don't have to have as big a liability to win this amount now. <laughs> um, what the fuck? What would the market know? Yeah, <laughs> the market what? had no idea in this race. Maliva was soft. It was a big drifter. Ashford Street firm, Oxy Road firm-ish. Jacko, not like steam, but firm at that firm. point of market. Yeah, yeah. Um, had no idea, boys. Uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up because we're going to run out of time. Anything we want to take? Out of this weekend, moving forward, horse-wise, sleeves up, Paddy yeah. Payne runners. They are. There's got to be something there. We need to launch a full investigation. I'm talking CIA, FBI. Someone NSA. has to crunch some data. Anyone? Jackson's theory, which I love, is just maybe that P- Paddy Payne's just like skimping on the silks, which now I understand as a as a uh, yeah. bloodstock yeah. syndicating the, guy. Yeah, um, Maybe the elastics just shit itself. Yeah, it could be gone. Because when when Luke Nolan came back to scale with his sleeves up, that was probably the highlight of my month. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) And and then that amount of talk in the post-race interview about the sleeves up on .com, oh, God, it was good. I loved every minute of it. Uh, I think you can follow Oxley Road out of this meeting. I'd forgive it. Trust the Mm. the SP and uh, expect it to bounce back. Pennant. Joe Jones. Boys. Jojo's got another win in this prep. Shane, anything to leave us with? Life wins next start, wherever it goes. Righto, boys. Thank you very much. Uh, Have a great week, guys. Enjoy yourselves and bye for now.